It's time for the Light Rock 97.5 and News Gazette High School Football Game of the Week. Powered by Pavlov Media. Sign up today for Light Up Your Life Fiber Internet at pavlovmedia.com. Our broadcast is also brought to you by Prospect Bank. The game can also be heard live on our website, whms.com, or through the News Gazette app. And now, let's go to the field for tonight's game. From Urbana High School's McKinley Field, Light Rock 97.5 and the News Gazette are proud to welcome you into the game of the week. Urbana hosting Champaign Central in the battle for the Wright Street Trophy, a week five showdown on Light Rock 97.5. It's a beautiful night for football as the Urbana Tigers come home. In addition to being a rivalry game, it's homecoming for the Tigers in the midst of their first season, first full season at the varsity level since 2019. They'll host a one and three Champaign Central team as the Tigers look for win number one on the young season. I'm Joey Wright, Dave Dutton, our guest analyst this week. Dave, a longtime stats teacher, math teacher here at Urbana High School, also coached for a time at Muhammad Seymour. His uncle Frank Dutton, a state champion coach for the 1977 Muhammad Seymour Bulldogs squad. Dave, I'm talking a lot out of the gates here. Appreciate you being with us tonight. Excited to be here. Uh, Friday nights and high school football have been a big part of my life and uh, now that I'm retired, it's still nice to come out. Probably the best part of homecoming week is I get to come to the game and not deal with all the things that go on at school during homecoming week. That's right. No uh, big pep assembly to uh, plan and uh, have to uh, provide a little, uh, little what would you call it, security for? Not security. That's probably too harsh a word. A little but, guidance. A uh, little guidance. <laughs> I like that. Uh, no pep assembly, no dance to be a part of. Just football for you this week. Glad to have you on board. You retired after the 21-22 school year, so a homecoming for both of us. I'm Went to Urbana High School, class of uh, 2018. Good to be back at McKinley Field tonight. A battle of two teams that call McKinley Field home. Champaign Central plays most of its games at Tommy Stewart Field. In recent years, they've worked a couple home games at their own McKinley Field into the mix. And uh, let's start with the Maroons, Dave, as we look at this one. One and three on the campaign. George Rouse, standout quarterback, has led this team to uh, a lot of success uh, in years past, still looking to maybe turn things around this season. Uh, they've got the dogs to do it, though. Should be a fun one for the Maroons tonight. It's going to be exciting. I mean, this is uh, they make no bones about the fact that their goals are, are to get to the playoffs. They've had some tough games playing uh, normal community and normal West out of the gate. So this is they're looking to start their run to get to five wins so they can uh, be a playoff team. Tim Turner, we've talked with him a lot this season on Light Rock 97.5. And for the News Gazette, he thinks he has a team that could make it to the postseason. It was a tough draw, as you mentioned, for the Maroons out of the gates. Losses to Normal West, Normal Community, and Centennial last week. You heard that on our airwaves. They did beat Springfield Landfear decisively, 55-14 in Week 3. Schedule eases up a little for the Maroons after this game, but they're still in a position where they need to win four out of their last five to have a chance at making the postseason. Postseason probably out of the equation for the Urbana Tigers, still mathematically eligible for the postseason if they win out. Dave, that was never the goal for this Urbana team, though, coming into the season. They just want to get through all nine games, compete, maybe snag a win. Here or there, they've got some games that you figure they might be able to compete in, and I think they've got a chance tonight. Jadon Riggs at quarterback leading the Tigers. It's nice to have football back at Urbana. Varsity football is something that just needs to be part of it. It sets the tone for the school year. Um, they're looking to take a step 
to being competitive. They've got the team. They've got kids out. They, Coach Blandon has done a, a fantastic job. They're excited. They're looking forward to this game, and he's getting more and more kids out. So they're wanting to make the, maybe that next step of, all right, let's be competitive and, and win a game. And they think they've got a chance to do that tonight on paper. Maroons entering at 1-3, and three, Tigers at 0-4. Oh uh, they know that. We talked with three Tigers at practice yesterday as well as Coach Curtis Blandon. And uh, for Central, too, it's the same storyline. Crosstown rivalry game, doesn't matter the backstory of uh, where you've been so far in the season or, or where you're coming from. All that matters is what's on the field tonight. And a big crowd for both uh, Urbana and Central going to be out here tonight to watch these players play. These two teams have been competing against each other since 1894. I think I read somewhere it is the third oldest rivalry in the high schools in the state of Illinois. Uh, a good friend of mine, Jay Lehman, would tell you that when he played for Jeff Trigger at Central, he, Coach Trigger always said this was the biggest game on the schedule regardless of records and everything else. Centennial, Champaign Central's other big rival, but uh, that series didn't start until 19, the early 70s. Centennial didn't come into existence until 1967. They didn't start playing until a few years after that. Urbana and Central maybe the game in the area, and we'll have it for you next on Light Rock 97.5. It's our News Gazette High School Football Game of the Week presented by Pavlov Media and Prospect Bank. We'll welcome both teams to the field and set the stage when we come back. Hi, my name is Isaiah Williams, and I am a football wide receiver, and my competitive advantage is my speed. Businesses across central Illinois rely on Pavlov Media's managed IT for their competitive advantage. Firewall configuration, virus protection, and server management are some of the managed IT solutions Pavlov Media can use to elevate your business. Executives across central Illinois can set up and use managed IT for their business. Head over to pavlovmedia.com b2b to find out more. At Prospect Bank, we have a powerful way to manage your debit cards anytime, anywhere. Select cards within your e-mobile app to turn your card on or off, put lost or stolen cards on lockdown, add your card to the digital wallet, set alerts, add travel plans, and so much more. Visit bankprospect.com forward slash manage cards to learn more about the power in the palm of your hand. We are Prospect Bank, the bank that brings you more opportunities. Member FDIC. Welcome back to the Light Rock 97.5 and News Gazette High School Football Game of the Week. Joey Wright and Dave Dutton high atop McKinley Field getting ready for the battle for the Wright Street Trophy. Urbana hosting Champaign Central in a Week 5 duel that also marks the homecoming game for the Urbana Tigers. And Dave, we talked at the top of the program here about Urbana 0-4 this season. Just trying to get their feet under them after returning to the varsity football level for the first time since 2019. They did play one game in 2021, but uh, outside of that, it's been all JV football. They didn't even play in 2020 because of the COVID-19 pandemic. Didn't play in that spring 2021 season. Back on the field, just looking for a nice steady season, but they've got some upset uh, potential tonight, perhaps. The Maroons entering this one at 1-3. One and three. Tim Turner's got the Maroons ready for this one they need to win this one to help their playoff push but still anyone's game here as we approach a big rivalry always always anybody and anything can happen on a friday night um i know that coach blandon has made a point of making the transition from jv to varsity football it's it's a new level and they want to start fast tonight and be competitive from the get-go uh 
Coach Turner has talked about the fact that they want to dominate the line of scrimmage. And, I mean, that's where the game's won or lost is, is by the people making the blocks and making the tackles in the trenches. Champaign Central runs, uh, I'd, I'd call it a modified wing T offense. They would prefer to run the ball. They would go up the gut every play if they had their uh, choice of things, Dave. But they can go out of the shotgun formation. They did so last week plenty against Centennial when they fell behind. That's got to be a key for Urbana. Get out, strike first, punch Champaign Central in the mouth and make them come out of the shotgun because uh, not that the Maroons aren't improving from that formation, not that they can't do that, but it's definitely something that uh, comes a little foreign to the Maroons. Well, well, the wing tee is a ball control offense, and it tries to keep the opponent's defense on the field, and then you just wear them down. And the other part about it is to defend the wing tee, you have to be disciplined. You have to read your keys and do your part because when about the time someone tries to do too much, they will run something, you know, a counterplay that will take advantage of what you're doing. Champaign Central making its first appearance on the field at McKinley Field. Emerging from the tunnel off two-hour right, Urbana has yet to take the field. They'll be right behind the Maroons. Good crowd on hand for Champaign Central. They are in the bleachers across from us. We are standing on the right side of the field behind the home bleachers and grandstands. I'm at about the 37-yard line. Dave's down at the, uh, call that the 40. Looking forward to this one here. A great view of the action as Urbana Emerges from the locker room next to the gym off to our right. There's a banner that they're getting ready to run through. The Urbana Tiger marching band forming a tunnel as well as the cheerleaders. And the Tigers pause, awaiting the signal to make their entrance onto the field. Going to be a great night for football. Couldn't ask for a better forecast tonight. It'll be in the 70s by the time this one starts, the 60s by the time it ends. And here come the Tigers through the tunnel behind a black and orange flag with a U on it. And first on the field for Urbana, Brennan Coleman, who joined us on Prep Football Confidential on Wednesday night. Brennan, a junior on this Urbana team. They've got a lot of sophomores, a lot of juniors, not a lot of seniors. Quarterback Jadon Riggs is one of just four seniors, Dave, on this Urbana roster. Both of these teams rely on underclassmen, so their, be their best days are ahead of them, I would say. I think there's five seniors on the Urbana roster, and I noticed this is nine out of 41 seniors on the central roster. Two young teams looking for a good one here. Not quite a playoff atmosphere, I wouldn't say, but a good opportunity to test your medal in a high-stakes game. Two good crowds here as fans continue to file into McKinley Field in Urbana. Got about 2 minutes and 40 seconds until the National Anthem. That's when we'll take our final break of the pregame show and come back for kickoff. And uh, Dave, what a nice night it is here in Urbana. As I said, temperatures will be in the 60s by the time we wrap things up. Uh, partly cloudy sky, sunsets off to our left. Uh, Friday Night Lights, they missed this in Urbana. Now it's back. Friday nights are always great. It, uh, it's football for high schools exclusively. I know colleges play on Fridays now a little bit, but uh, Friday nights are just there's something special. I always I coached football and basketball both, and I always felt I enjoyed both. I always said basketball was a game, football was an event because everything for the entire week crescendos to the game on Friday, be it the band, the pep rally, the students. 
It's a great atmosphere here in Urbana. We'll finish setting the stage when we come back. Take our final break of the pregame show. You're listening to Light Rock 97.5. Want to know what's happening with your money the moment it occurs? Use Prospect Bank to experience the ease and convenience of e-mobile banking. Never miss a bill with scheduled monthly payments. Send, request, or split your money with friends and family easily using Zelle. Receive monthly statements electronically. Digital Wallet is a smart, secure, and easy way to make payments. What do you get by utilizing state-of-the-art banking services? Endless opportunities. We are Prospect Bank. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. Hi, my name is Kayla Burbage. I'm a volleyball outside hitter, and my competitive advantage is my power. Businesses across central Illinois rely on Pavlov Media's phones for their competitive advantage. Pavlov Media VoIP phones provide an elite class of communication systems you can use to elevate your business. Businesses anywhere in the United States can set up and use VoIP phones. Head over to pavlovmedia.com B2B to find out more about our phone solutions and bring Pavlov Media VoIP phones to your business. From McKinley Field on the campus of Urbana High School, Light Rock 97.5 and the News Gazette welcome you into our Game of the Week, a Week 5 showdown between Champaign Central and Urbana. The Wright Street Trophy is in the house. The winner will claim it when this one goes final in 48 minutes of game time. Joey Wright and Dave Dutton high atop McKinley Field with you tonight. Glad you're on board for what should be a good one. A homecoming for both of us, Dave. I went to Urbana High School. You taught here for 15 years. Going to call it down the middle tonight. Should be a great game. Uh, Tim Turner and Curtis Bland and both head coaches so gracious with their time this week and both pretty confident in where these teams are headed. Both coaches are very um, confident in what they can do. They're very positive and and perfect role models for the men they're leading. And uh, it's going to be exciting to see how that plays out on the field tonight. Curtis Bland and rebuilding an Urbana team that, uh, as we've talked ad nauseum about already, has not fielded a a full team, a full uh, team that's played a full season, I should say, since 2019. They've played all four games this season, although none have gone their way yet, looking for their first win tonight. And Champaign Central, character, such a big thing for Tim Turner. He emphasizes character building, leads a squad of fine young men, and the Maroons looking to make a playoff push here, one and three start to the season, but it does ease up a little bit for the Maroons moving forward. After tonight's game, they're at Peoria Notre Dame, the host Danville and Bloomington, they're at Ridgewoods, all winnable games for the, for the Maroons. They need this one tonight first. And, uh, Dave, we talked earlier about Champaign Central and what they need to do to win this one tonight. Urbana, look no further than Jadon Riggs. He's probably the player to watch for the Tigers. Uh, Football, the ultimate team game. You need all 11 to win. But as Champaign Central gets ready to return the opening kick, Jadon Riggs might be the best player on the field when he's on the field. I would agree. I think they want to, again, same thing. They want to control the ball. They want to keep it out of Central's hands, keep it away from Ronald Baker. And, and George Rouse and just set the tone and show that they're that they build some confidence with some early drives. Luke Pankow ready to kick off left to right for the Tigers. Orange tops, gray pants, black helmets, the maroons, white jerseys, maroon pants, maroon helmets. Pankow kicking from the 40-yard line, sends it deep. And Kalon Deans will return this one and muff it at the 20-yard line, picks it up. And returns it across the 25. Near disaster for the Maroons on the opening kickoff. But Dean's able to return it to the 28-yard line. And that's where Champaign Central 
will start things out. Six seconds into the game, Dave Dutton. Almost had a big break to start the game for Urbana. Was not an onside kick, nearly functioned as one, and now we'll get our first look at the Maroons. Wing T, option-based offense. George Rouse leading his troops onto the field. Maroons going to start this drive at their own 28-yard line. They'll move it right to left. Six seconds gone by after the opening kick. Here is Rouse under center. Hard count doesn't get anyone to jump. And the first handoff up the game, up the middle, and space. And plenty of space. Believe that was Ronald Baker. Wrapped up and brought down shy of the 45 at the 43-yard line. I believe that was Kalon Deans. Pardon me, Dave. Looks like Champaign Central's made a, a number switch. Going to assume that's Deans wearing number 42 in white. Big carry for the Maroons on the first play from scrimmage. Excellent job on the fakes. Very smooth in the transition and uh, got the ball to, the, to their guy. And excellent run. And so here's Central now at their own 43-yard line after a 14-yard gain for Deans. George Rouse under center, and he gets the Tigers to jump on the hard count. Didn't work the first time, works the second time. And, Dave, we talked about this among ourselves before we hopped on the air. Penalties going to add up tonight for both teams. Could add up tonight for both teams. You try to play as much mistake-free ball by this time of the year as possible. That is one of the things you can control. Tigers give up a free five yards to the Maroons there. It's now first and five. Maroons three yards shy of midfield. Scoreless so far. We've played 40 seconds of action here in Q1. Rouse under center. Two tailbacks behind him. Hands off up the middle to Ronald Baker. They call him the touchdown maker, and he carries behind his left guard. Not quite to the chains. He's close. It'll be second down and short for Champaign Central here as they look to strike first, first drive of the game. Right now, the Champaign offensive line is doing a great job of blocking, and they're getting what they want to start. Talked with Tim Turner, Champaign Central's head coach at practice yesterday. Loves what he's got in his offensive line. That group led by Dawson Caldwell. Good junior leader for the Maroons. Rouse under center, drops back to pass. Seven-step drop and a screen pass out to the left. Is caught to the 40-yard line. Dropping the shoulder is Adam Edwards. And Edwards, or pardon me, Brandon Snyder in on the catch there. Snyder's got enough for the first down at the 40-yard line as the Maroons flip the field, now go inside Urbana territory. Nice, easy pass to get some confidence built to start the game. One pass, one completion so far for George Rouse. Has the Maroons set up at the 40-yard line. First and 10, no score. 90 seconds of action gone by. Man in motion is Deans, but it's a handoff to Banker, who was lined up behind Rouse. Bounces it outside. 30, 25, 20. Cuts back up the middle, and he's going to be brought down as the Tigers catch up with him at the 15-yard line. Dave Baker carried that all the way to the sideline and ran out of space after an impressive run. He did a really nice job of following his blocks, being patient and waiting for blockers. Sometimes backs get out there too quick and get ahead of their blockers. Saw Ronald Baker last season have a couple of big games on Light Rock 97.5. Struck early against Centennial in a rivalry contest. Scored the Chargers, uh, or I should say the Maroons, first point against Wheaton-St. Francis uh, that gave the Maroons an early lead in their first game at their own McKinley Field. Now the Maroons at the 15-yard line. Option play. Here's Baker. Baker carrying it and almost breaking it past the 10. Pardon me, Dave, not Baker there. That was David Riley in on that carry. A little trickery, and it's Riley that came out of the pile with the ball. And the Maroons up now to the 10-yard line. 
That's the firmly in the red zone. Go ahead. That's the counter play we talked about. Everything's been kind of going to the right side. Their right side of their offensive line has been doing a great job of making holes, and then they just to keep them balanced, they bring something back to the left so that Urbana can't key in on it. Two and a half minutes gone by in the first quarter. Champaign Central at the Urbana nine-yard line off to our left. Here's a pitch back. Deans. Deans runs out of space. Good tackle. Urbana comes in off the edge and shuts that one down. In on the stop, Lucas Pankow, who also handles the kicking duties for the Tigers. And it's going to be third down and five from the nine-yard line here for the Maroons. Coming up on three minutes of game time gone by. Still scoreless. Maroons looking to change that here early on. Big third down. See if they can get their first stop of the game for the Tigers. Not quite third and goal, but it's third and five. Rouse under center. Two tailbacks behind him. Baker to the left, Deans to the right, and here's a carry. Here's Baker on an end around. Baker looking for the five. Or pardon me, Riley looking for the five, and he has stood up and brought down. Urbana holds. It'll be fourth down for the Maroons. Fourth down and five. And in on that stop, I believe, Dave, that was the Tigers' Kyrie Hillsman. He did Standing a ni- up nice job of stringing that play out, keeping his balance, and making a nice open field tackle. So we've got, what, fourth and five now. We'll call it fourth and five. No gain, no loss. Maroons lined up at the nine-yard line. Right to left drive has taken them nearly to the end zone. 8.20 left for the first quarter. It's scoreless. Maroons have a chance to change that here on fourth down. Rouse under center. Baker behind him. Play action, Rouse looking left, rolling out of the pocket, collapses, throw to the end zone, is dropped in the end zone. David Hasenstab nearly brought it in for a touchdown. Couldn't keep his foot in bounds, he dropped the ball. And Urbana holds on fourth down and five. They force a turnover on downs and the Tigers offense coming out for the first time. That's a big stop to help the confidence of the defense. I think early they were just a little bit excited, probably a little pumped up from homecoming week. Um, Hasenstab made a nice try to keep a foot in. The ball just a little bit out of reach. Zach Pyant, the News Gazette's prep sports editor, had a story on David Hasenstab in today's News Gazette. His father, Jeff, coaches for Centennial of all places. Get to that later. Urbana on the field offensively for the first time tonight. 8.07 for the first quarter. No score. Tigers starting at their own nine, left to right. They'll need to drive 91 yards as Jadon Riggs comes out in the shotgun formation. Trips left. Riggs dropping back, throwing over the middle. It is caught at the 20-yard line. Good catch from Edwin Villagomez, and he is brought down right where he catches it over the middle at the 21. We talked last night about coming out of the shotgun, having to have a good snap. That was a good snap there and a very nice ball delivered by Jadon Riggs. Jadon Riggs, strong arm, looked good against Centennial in week one. I covered that game. Was clearly still getting on the same page as his receivers, working out the week one kinks. He and this offense think they've found it as he comes out of the gun again. First and ten for the Tigers. 7.45 left to play in a scoreless first quarter. Tigers, 79 yards shy of the end zone, driving left to right. Out of the gun is Riggs, rolling right. Going to take it, going to keep it himself up past the 25. Drops his shoulder to the 30-yard line. See if they give him the first down. He's right at the line to gain, and Dave, that's the quarterback dropping his shoulder and trying to get the job done himself. He does a nice job of extending the play. It's like, do we cover the pass or are we covering the run? And he did a nice read and took what he could get. Riggs has the Tigers to the 32-yard line. That was one yard past the marker, so it's a first and 10. 7.20 to play in the opening frame. No score. Tigers, 18 yards shy of midfield, moving it left to right. 
Good crowd on hand on both sides. The Urbana contingent cheering the Tigers on. Riggs under center. And a handoff up the middle. And the ball is loose. And Champaign Central recovers it. Was the runner down? They say he was not. And Champaign Central recovers the fumble. Carry up the middle. Not a lot of space. And ball carrier down, Dave. And the pile didn't catch who that was. They'll bring the trainer out to take a look. And that's two turnovers in two possessions, one for either side. Well, that's the first big break of the game because Champaign Central's got great field position on the Urbana 32. Dave, that was the first time we'd seen Urbana come uh, with Riggs under center and small sample size, but I would say uh, it's probably better for the Tigers if they're coming out of the gun. Just as with Champaign Central, it's the opposite. They'd like to come out under center. Yeah, that's, I was thinking the same thing. That I, as soon as he went under center, I was wondering, okay, what are we going to see that's different? <laughs> it is a fumble. Ball carrier is still down. Talking with the trainer. Looks like they're working out his leg. Won't speculate as to what that injury might be. It does give us a chance to reset things. 7.03 left in the first quarter. Champaign Central and Urbana are scoreless. Champaign Central's offense will come out for the second time after the Maroons drove it. 68 yards down the field before Urbana's defense held him at the five-yard line, forced a turnover on downs. Urbana's offense in turn looked good, but the ball carrier, Brennan Coleman, on a carry up the middle, couldn't hang on to it. Central's defense did a good job of filling the gaps and swarming to the ball. They'll help Coleman off, walking off the field with some assistance, and his fumble gives the Maroons the ball at the Urbana 32. They'll move it right to left. And, Dave, they'll look for the first score starting this drive with 7.03 to play in the first. Okay, here's the first challenge for the Urbana defense. Can they answer the call on the quick change of possession? Urbana's defense held in the red zone their last time out. We'll see if Champaign Central's offense can flip the script as George Rouse comes out under center. David Hasenstab, the lone receiver out wide to the left, and flags come in before the snap. And that'll be a false start, Dave, against Central's offense. So that's the first penalty on Central. That's one penalty to each side? Correct. Uh, Urbana had a offsides call go against them earlier, and that is the first penalty against the Maroons' offense. And so now first and 15 for the Maroons. Rouse under center. Handoff looking for Deans. Deans a carry-off tackle to the right, and the Urbana edge holds in on that stop. couple of Tigers give the tackle to Malik Mosley. On the left side of the line, and a Tiger down. That's Brett Inman, and we'll have an official's timeout for the injured player. Still no score, 6.47 left in the opening frame. When they help Inman off the field, actually they won't need to help Inman off the field. He'll jog off himself, and when he departs, it'll be second and 15 for the Maroons. So far, it looks like Urbana got a little bit of confidence after that first stop. The defense did a nice job on that last play, tackled for a loss of one. And we'll see how these teams react to what is a second and 15. 6.45, a running clock here in the first quarter. No score. Champaign Central again out with Rouse under center. Two tailbacks behind him. Ronald Baker right behind him. And Rouse on a play action. Keeps it. Pocket collapses. Rouse looks for space and fires a pass out incomplete to the right sideline. 
would have gone for a gain of about 10 there. The intended target was David Riley. Riley couldn't hold on, third and 15. Oh, did he catch it, Dave? I'm sorry. He yeah, hauled it in. Rouse made a really nice move. He had a, he had pressure from, from his right side and made a nice step to evade it and delivered the ball. And Riley did a nice job of going low to make the catch. I was wondering why the clock hadn't stopped. My error, not the clock operators. Third down and four now for the Maroons. Half of the first quarter gone by. Maroons at the Urbana 26, line to gain the 22. And here's Rouse keeping it. Has to throw off his back foot. Caught in the flat. Out to the left to the 20-yard line. Breaking one tackle. Two tackle. And a third tackle brings Deans down as Kalon Deans brings it to the five-yard line. It'll be a first and goal for Champaign Central. Now firmly in the red zone at the Urbana 5. And a drive that started at the Urbana 32 has now gone 27 yards. And we'll see if Urbana's defense has another red zone stop. They brought Hazenstab out wide to give him a lot of room on the wide side of the field, so it was open for their runner to make those plays. Kalon Deans in on the reception. Rouse has looked good when he's thrown it tonight, and now he lines up under center. We'll see if they give the rock to Ronald Baker. As we have a clock stoppage here with 5.39. Officials discussing something. Curtis Blandon came out onto the field. Doesn't look like a called timeout on either side. So Central at the Urbana 5, 5.39 left in the first quarter. No score. Central five yards away from changing that on their second drive. First one started at their own 28. They drove it to the 9 before they were stopped. Started this one at the 32. They've driven to the 5. Here's Rouse. A carry for Ronald Baker. Cuts right. Looking for space. Wrapped up and brought down outside the right hash. At the two-yard line, Ronald Baker, a nice gain. Second and goal from the two coming up. In the few times he's carried the ball, he's got nice feet. Keeps him low to the ground, keeps his balance, makes people miss. Wearing number 28, uh, Maurice Jones-Drew wore number 28 as well, didn't he? Adrian Peterson, two running backs with a low center of gravity. Kind of, it's those are big comparisons, but Ronald Baker looking good early on. Well, he's a three-sport athlete, and I think there's something to be said for that. State caliber wrestler, state caliber track runner is Baker and a carry up the middle for Rouse. Pyle pushes him forward, gets a block, and he's in. Touchdown, Champaign Central. Maroons strike first. 4.53 left in the first quarter. A 6-0 ball game. Extra point unit will come onto the field, and George Rouse doing it all. Dave, he's looked good through the air. He's facilitated a nice offense, and go figure. He'll get some credit on a rushing touchdown. The offensive line made a nice push. They've been solid so far early in this game for Champaign Central. Clifton Williams on for the extra point. Saw him at Champaign Central's practice yesterday. Sends the extra point through the uprights. A line drive kick that would have been good from well beyond the two-yard line where they spotted it, seven-yard line about where they held it. And, uh, Dave, my point was we saw him yesterday. He's got range from uh, we saw him make one from 35, but that kick would have been good from 45. He's he's able to go from deep. He's got a leg. Definitely so. Well, now the question is, can Urbana answer for the first uh, touchdown that was you know put in their face? That'll be that. Uh, that is a good question, Dave. And we saw Urbana on its first drive move the ball pretty well. A fumble 
stalled that drive out as they approach midfield. They started that drive on their own nine-yard line after forcing a stop on uh, what was fourth down and five for the Maroons' offense. And the offense looked good uh, when they were coming out of the gun, but when they moved under center, that's when trouble seemed to start. Like I said, it's going to be interesting to see if Urbana can answer the call to the first downturn of the game to this point. Central will kick it off for the first time tonight. Clifton Williams will send it deep. Returning kicks has historically been a strength for the Urbana Tigers. A lot of great return men of years past. Uh, Jalen Jones, Jamin Carter, Malik Harris and the like. You look at the last decade, we'll see what this group of Tigers has on the return from Williams. A squib kick, not quite an onside. Still loose, though, at the 25-yard line, and it is recovered by Urbana. Dave, a nice job. That was nearly trouble. Falling on that one, believe that was uh, Tahaji Hamer, number 20 in orange, that fell on it, and uh, he had the cavalry coming behind him. They almost pulled it off. I think they felt that uh, Urbano's coverage was a little weak on that side. I think that was planned. And so that sets Urbana up at their own 21-yard line. They'll drive it right to left. Left to right, pardon me, on the radio dial. They've got 79 yards between them and the end zone. 4.50 left in the first quarter. Urbana trailing Central 7-0. And they're back in the shotgun. Jadon Riggs, the quarterback. Trips left, high snap, pass to haul it in, and he throws one to the flat, and it's caught, and space up the middle past the 30-yard line. A good catch on what became a screen pass. In on that catch, and a nice gain for Sorrell Darrow, Jr. I'm excited to watch this young man run tonight after talking to him yesterday. I think he's he's getting his focus for a sophomore. I think there's going to be some good things for Urbana out of that young man. Sorrell, a great athlete, also a multi-sport athlete. I've written his name quite a bit in the pages of the News Gazette here in seasons past. Now they're going to go five wide for Riggs. Two receivers to the right, trips left, and Riggs. Good snap, three-step drop, looking out to the flat. It is caught by Darrow. Darrow, a spin move past the 35-yard line, and he is brought down to the left side numbers in front of Champaign Central's bench. Second down and six coming up for Urbana. Clock runs at 4-10. Central leading 7-0. Jadon Riggs is impressive. It's not just that he delivers a nice ball. He gives them to these runners in a spot where they can make moves with it. Keeps them in stride. Talking with a group of Urbana Tigers yesterday, Sorrell Darrow among that group. They credited Riggs' talents at quarterback with the fact that he's a, a baseball player first. That's his first sport. Corner infielder, good arm, and he's showcasing that so far tonight. Curtis Blandon's going to take a timeout as the clock stops at 340 here in the first frame, second and six. And the Tigers, uh, this is a big possession as they trail 7 nothing. Dave. They didn't like the look they had. You hate to use timeouts early, but it's at this point it's important to make sure they're in the right formation and got the play they want. Tigers turn it over on their first drive, can't afford another one here. And credit Champaign Central's defensive line with causing that fumble initially. Maroon's defense broke through and got to the ball carrier, Brennan Coleman. Talk with Coleman on the radio I mentioned on Prep Football Confidential the other night. Uh, asked him what position he played before he came on, and he said, well, I do a little bit of everything. He's listed as a linebacker slash quarterback slash running back. 
Dave, it's been that kind of season for Urbana, trying to feel out who they've got. Curtis Blandon told us yesterday, I'll play a guy anywhere. Let them find out what position they can play. He made the comment that there's a place for everyone on this team, and once he gets them here, he wants to, to find out what's the best spot to give them the best chance of being successful. Uh, it reminds me, when I was coaching, we went to a uh, football clinic. Lou Holtz had the same philosophy, and we know what kind of success he had at Notre Dame. Blandon said, I'll look at your body type, but I won't underestimate you. He's compiled a group of about 40 players at 45 over the summer. Bottom down, dropped down to 32. They're steadily adding new players each week. Two wide receivers to the right for Riggs. Takes it out of the gun, throws over the middle, and that pass nearly intercepted. It was overthrown just slightly. Kyrie Hillsman was the intended receiver, and the safety covering on that, George Rouse, almost helped his own cause with the pick, but it bounced off both of them. He was open. The ball was just a little behind him. That was the first throw that hasn't been on the mark for Jadon tonight. And George Rouse wasn't quite ready for it as Hillsman crossed in front of him. Incompletion stops the clock at 334. Central leading 7-0. Urbana driving at its own 36-yard line, moving left to right. Shia midfield. Third down and six. Tigers calling out an audible, trying to get things settled. Man in motion is Aiden Palmer. And Curtis Blandon's going to use his second timeout before the snap. So, Dave, that's... Three plays, two timeouts for the Tigers. Uh, any math teacher at Urbana High School will tell you I wasn't very good with numbers, but that's not a very good ratio here in the first quarter. They were they were confused on what they were doing. If they hadn't called it, they'd have had a penalty because the guy was moving forward towards the line to get into the right position. And I think they were running out of time on the play clock. That man in motion was Aiden Palmer. No, you're right on it, Dave. That was... Not going to work for the Tigers, and this is big for Champaign Central here, third and six at the Urbana, 36. Is this a situation where if Urbana doesn't pick this up, you're looking at four-down territory, you're nearing midfield, but it would still be pretty aggressive? I don't know that I would do it at this point of the, of the game. It's still early. There's a lot of game left to be played. I would play field position. Um, you were able to stop them early. I mean, the last drive was only a 30-yard drive. I think if you make them go the entire length of the field, you got a better chance. Lucas Pankow would be Urbana's punter. Tim Turner telling us yesterday he likes what his special teams unit has done for him this season. That group's coming alive. But we're not there yet. It's third and six for Urbana. Two receivers to each side. Running back lined up next to Riggs is Coleman. Coleman running out in the flat. Riggs going to air it out and almost a completion to the 45-yard line, but slightly overthrown. That's the story of this drive. Edwin Villagomez was the intended receiver. And George Rouse in on the coverage there, limping back to the sideline, and he's down. He'll take a breather at the 50-yard line at midfield. That could be big in a number of ways. Dave, I think I was looking more at Villa Gomez there. I think you were uh, looking more at Rouse. Did he? I, I saw maybe... him go down. They, they collided, and I think their feet tangled. I don't know if he just got kicked or turned an ankle or something. Trainer out and looking at Rouse. At midfield, pauses play here with 3.29 left in the first quarter. Fourth down and six, ball at the Urbana 36. We'll see if Urbana elects to go for it or punt it. I think their punting unit is out. And I think, did they not just find out that Lucas Pankow was their punter in the last couple They of did. They should punt week. it. I agree. And there is Pankow now warming up his leg, and he'll send it away. And Rouse walking off under his own power with a limp. And we'll see what that does for Central's offense. 
as they get ready to return a kick here with 3.29 left in a first quarter in which they lead 7 to nothing over Urbana. Joey Wright and Dave Dutton in with you at McKinley Field tonight. Glad you're on board for the Pavlov Media and Prospect Bank. Game of the week, Pankow on to punt it from the Urbana 36. Good snap, and he shanks this one. It'll bounce at the 45, takes a central bounce, and it's down at the 45. Not a good punt from Pankow on his first attempt. We'll see if he straightens it out as the game goes along, and that's a big win for Central here as they'll start this one in plus territory with a 7-0 lead. Three minutes and change left to play in the first. George Rouse is coming out. He's going to try and play, but he's definitely limping. He'll get the play from Tim Turner. The good news for Rouse, Dave, uh, even as good as he's been in the passing game so far, is this offense, if it's running, doesn't necessarily require the quarterback to do a lot. As long as you can hand the ball off, theoretically, you're in good shape. That is true, but he's doing a lot of fakes. When you're making three fakes and handing it off to one, that quarterback's pretty key to have somebody else to come in with that to be that smooth and deceptive. Rouse attended a lot of camps over the summer, really likes where his game is at right now. He hands it off on the first play of the drive to Baker, and Baker up across the 35, 45, pardon me, just shy of the 40 to the 43 on a carry behind his left tackle. Second down and seven coming up for the Maroons. Which I'm guessing we're going to get a a stiff dose of Ronald Baker on this drive. Count that one carry for Baker so far on one play of the drive. Champaign Central again starting this drive, a left-to-right drive. Right-to-left drive, my goodness, at the 45-yard line. Now down to the 42-yard line on second and seven. Rouse under center. Baker behind him. Baker a carry left, cutting it up the middle, past the 40 at the left hash, tripped up and brought down as the Tigers catch up with him, and third down and shortcoming. Mark him off at the 38-yard line, line to gain. The 36, third down and two coming up. Once he gets through the line, Baker has great vision. He, he can move very shifty. Third and two for the Maroons. Rouse under center, Baker behind him in the option. 7 nothing lead for the Maroons. Two minutes left to play, and the Tigers stand Baker up on third and two, push him backwards on the left hash. Tigers defensive line breaks through. Decision time. For the Maroons, we'll see if they bring on Jackson LaFay to punt it. Rouse is staying on the field. They'll go for it on fourth down and four. The question is, are they going to run the ball or are they going to see if, if Rouse can throw it with that with that injury? Rouse still walking with a bit of a limp but leads his Maroons back to the line. Fourth down and four from the Urbana 40. Minute 37 left of first quarter. The Maroons trying to build on a 7-0 lead. It's a handoff. Up the middle, Kalon Deans. Has a first down and then a little bit, carrying it up the middle, centers the ball. A Tiger is slow to get up, but getting up. And Kyrie Hillsman will stay in the game as the first indication. Big first down for Kalon Deans and the Maroons. And the Maroons making a change at quarterback, Dave. In comes Mark Johnson, the sophomore, going to lead the offense now. A lot of guts shown by George Rouse trying to play through it. And I think he really wants to play. Leading his team, he picked up a first down with a hobbled leg. We'll see if he can get back into the game. Hope he can. And here's a carry for Riley on the first play of the Johnson era. And Riley brought down, was looking for any kind of space toward the Urbana sideline. Tigers stand him up in on the stop. 
is Jadon Riggs helping his own cause, and that's a loss of six yards for the Maroons on first and ten. Clock runs to 50 seconds. Maroons backed up to the Urbana 40, and we'll see what they do here with this 7-0 lead. That's the first time we've seen some real penetration by the defensive line for Urbana, creating havoc, which is what you need to break up that wing T action. Central again, Mark Johnson. Not really changing things up. I don't think we've seen Central run a play from the shotgun formation yet. Johnson under center. Ronald Baker is back behind him. Tight end David Riley in the block, and Johnson rolling right. Going to throw it. Johnson looking, and it's off the hands of his receiver to the 20-yard line. Almost a big completion for Elijah Dorsla. Instead, the clock stops at 18 seconds left for the first frame. Third down and 16 for Champaign Central at the Urbana 40, driving off to our left. This young man can throw a nice ball, too. Got outside the containment and got the ball downfield. The future of football in Champaign-Urbana on display. Mark Johnson, only a sophomore for these Maroons. He's backing up George Rouse, who's only a junior. And now we'll see what Mark Johnson has under center. Needing to pick up 16 yards on third down. Trying to build some early insurance on a 7-0 lead. And we'll have a timeout called by Champaign Central taking their first timeout of the contest. They're left with two timeouts. Urbana only has one left here as the end of the first quarter approaches. Dave, early on, it has the feeling uh, like this one could go down to the wire. I don't want to speak too early, but both offenses have moved the ball well. Both defenses have come up with some stops. I like, I like how both teams are competing. That's what you want, kids to step up and compete. I think part of the problem with why Rouse can't play is they don't run a play in with a wide receiver or some other player. He's running back and forth to the coach on the sideline to get that play call. Perhaps breaking up a little bit of the flow. But he's back in. Rouse after the timeout. Maybe that timeout was to give him a little bit of time to get out there. Third down and 16 for the Maroons. 18 seconds left in a first quarter that they lead. 7-0, Rouse fakes it, Riley a carry, has plenty of space off to the right, and Riley breaks one tackle, looking for the 20, stiff arm, now down to the 10, and he's brought down out of bounds on the Maroons' sideline. Great carry for David Riley. George Rouse sold the fake. Maroons pick up the first down, six seconds left for the first quarter, and the Maroons have a chance to build on this 7-0 lead before the first frame expires. Well, Coach Turner talked last night about how big of a leader George Rouse is to this team, and I think that's that's vitally important to what they're trying to do. Gutsy effort so far from Rouse. By the way, back into the game, looks like that limp is pretty much gone. Looks good. Coming out under center here, Baker behind him. Kalon Deans to Baker's left, and the clock does wind after the first down. It ends the first quarter of play with Central leading 7-0 here at Urbana High School's McKinley Field. Back for the second quarter after this, a good one in the early stages, but Champaign Central has a chance to strike. This is the News Gazette and Light Rock 97.5 High School Football Game of the Week. Hi, my name's Kayla Burbage. I'm a volleyball outside hitter, and my competitive advantage is my power. Businesses across central Illinois rely on Pavlov Media's managed IT for their competitive advantage. Firewall configuration, virus protection, and server management are some of the managed IT solutions Pavlov Media can use to elevate your business. Executives across central Illinois can set up and use managed IT for their business. Head over to pavlovmedia.com B2B to find out more about our managed IT solutions 
and bring Pavlov Media's managed IT to your business. At Prospect Bank, we have a powerful way to manage your debit cards anytime, anywhere. Select cards within your e-mobile app to turn your card on or off, put lost or stolen cards on lockdown, add your card to the digital wallet, set alerts, add travel plans, and so much more. Visit bankprospect.com forward slash manage cards to learn more about the power in the palm of your hand. We are Prospect Bank, the bank that brings you more opportunities. Member FDIC. McKinley Field, the Light Rock 97.5, a News Gazette High School football game of the week. Got you back just in time for a first down and goal for the Champaign Central Maroons. Carry for Ronald Baker. Baker looking for space left, sheds one tackle, looking for the sideline. And he's brought down, out of bounds, shoved out at the eight-yard line. Dave, he ran about, uh, I'd say, 20 yards to gain two. The Urbana defense did an excellent job of stringing that play out. They're definitely keying on Ronald Baker, which would be the first thing I think I would do as well. They call him the touchdown maker for a reason, right? Not just because it rhymes. I'm told, by the way, Ronald doesn't like that nickname, but it's so good, you got to use it. 11:51 here, second quarter just underway. Maroons up 7-0, and a second and goal from the Urbana 7. Now moving right to left, option play. Keeper here, not a keeper, pardon me, a carry for Riley, and David Riley is in for a touchdown. Had plenty of space up the middle. The seas parted. Urbana wasn't sure which direction to go, and they got burned. A seven-yard touchdown run for David Riley. Urbana had guys there to make the tackle. He just made a really nice cut, put his shoulder pads down, and went for the for pay dirt. And in for the extra point for the second time tonight, Clifton Williams. No, they'll go for two here. Trickery. And Mark, uh, pardon me, Hasenstab, the catch, the backup quarterback, Mark Johnson. Throws for two. Hasenstab broke open. Dave, no one was expecting that. He did a nice job, though, because how tall is this Hasenstab? Because he they just threw it up for a jump ball, and he could get it above the, the defender that was there. Hasenstab listed at 6'2", 165 pounds. Frame a little bigger than that in practice. One of uh, just a handful of seniors on the field for both teams tonight. And a memory he'll get to keep with him. Catching a two-point conversion. In the big rivalry game, battle for the Wright Street Trophy, Champaign Central now leading 15-0. And we'll see what the Tigers do here. Got to be ready for the onside kick. Clifton Williams, uh, I wouldn't call it an onside kick uh, per se, but a squib kick was almost recovered by Central the last time they kicked it off. I'm guessing they don't want to kick it deep to the people they've got back for Urbana and let them get ahead of steam going. One of the two return men for the Tigers, Anthony Portis. The other, frankly, is crouched down in such a way we can't see his number from our perch here in the press box at McKinley Field. Both those return men at the nine-yard line. Portis and the mystery Tiger. Clifton Williams ready to kick it off left to right from the 40. That is Christian Porter, the other return man for Urbana. 11.44 for the second quarter. Central 15, Urbana still scoreless. And Clifton Williams... Will send it deep, and this is an onside kick. Muffed and fielded, and the Tigers will recover it at the 45-yard line. So this will be their best field position of the night, starting at the 45. Let's see if the Tigers can get a drive to get a little momentum back. 
Tigers have moved the ball well. Maroon's defense has been there to make stops in timely situations. Tigers need this one as they've gone down 15-0 early. They'll start it at the at their own 45, just five yards shy of midfield. A right-to-left drive, beginning 55 yards shy of Paydirt on this turf surface at McKinley Field. And Jadon Riggs, the quarterback, out of the gun. As a running back to his right, and that running back is Nazir Johnson. Talked with him yesterday, and it's a pass over the middle and caught and looking for space, bouncing it out to the left sideline and up to the 40-yard line. A big gain for Kyrie Hillsman on a catch over the middle of the field. Another nice ball by Riggs, and the back did a great job of evading tackles. You'd like to see him get a little more north and south, but... He did a nice job. that about both teams. Ronald Baker moving a lot of uh, east-west on that last drive for Central, which was capped with a touchdown. 15-0 ball game. 11.34, clock stopped as Hillsman got out of bounds. Here's Riggs again with Brennan Coleman as running back to his right. Two wide receivers to each side. Movement on the defensive line for Central. They'll bring four. Riggs keeping it himself up the middle. Drops his shoulder, left hash, and down to the 36-yard line on a keeper for Riggs. And now he's limping just a little bit, but he did a nice job to make something out of that. He had pressure, stepped up, and got what he could get. Both quarterbacks like to run it. Riggs is a bit more of a physical runner. Rouse, a little bit of a smaller frame. Riggs, pretty good build. And not afraid to put his body on the line to make a play. Now second and five, one minute into the second quarter. Tigers driving at the Maroons 39. Maroons lead 15-0. Here's a pass out to the right on an out route and up across the 30-yard line before the receiver is brought down at the 29. Good catch for Edwin Villagomez, sophomore for the Tigers, has been in on a lot of these offensive snaps. A first down for Urbana to the 29. Urbana's doing a great job of answering that score. For them to get on the board would be a big thing right here to keep this game competitive. Tigers lost big last week at home to Normal West. At one point, that contest against a 6A power in the Big 12 Conference was 28-14 before the Wildcats pulled away in the second half. Here's Riggs. Going to drop back. Five-step drop, now rolls left. Pocket collapses. Riggs going to step up. Nothing as he scans down the field, carries it up past the 30, stays on his feet looking for the 20, knocked out of bounds in front of his own sideline. He had his eyes downfield and kept looking. He couldn't he couldn't get the pass off. And again, took what he could get, made something out of nothing. Said earlier, Urbana might have the best player on the field when Jadon Riggs is on the field. And Jadon Riggs has looked very impressive so far tonight. 10-15 clock stopped in the second quarter. Second and three for Urbana. Riggs under center. Flag in on the snap. Riggs pushes the pile forward. If it stands, looks like it'll be enough for a first down as Riggs carried it across the 20. But we'll wait and see what the flag is. There was movement uh, on the defensive side before the snap. Tigers haven't walked it back yet. And now they will. They must not have been set, but you're right. Central does a lot of late shifting on the line to try and mess up blocking assignments for the uh, offensive line of Urbana. 
illegal shift pushes the Tigers back. Five yards was second and three, now second and eight. 10.05 left. Clock runs in the second quarter. Urbana has driven to the Central 27. Central's lead, 15-0. Ten minutes to play until halftime when the Urbana Tigers Hall of Fame will be inducted at homecoming. Riggs three-step drop, pocket collapses. Going to step up and fire one toward the end zone, and it is incomplete. Two receivers were in the area, Aiden Palmer and Edwin Villa-Gomez. And that was down at the five-yard line on the left hash. And hey, that was almost caught by an Urbana receiver. It was almost intercepted by a central defender. There was a lot of traffic in the area. He had, and Riggs had pressure. I think that ball might have been tipped as he let it go. Riggs hasn't been sacked yet tonight. Has been under pressure a lot. Part of that because of his mobile style of play. Second down, pardon me, third down and eight. For Urbana at the central 27. Here's Riggs, three-step drop. Flips it out to the flat. It is caught by Darrow. Sorrell Darrow cuts back left on the left hash. Right hash, pardon me, but he's up across the 25 and brought down at the 24. And he is some five yards shy of the line to gain. Fourth down and five, nine and a half to play, and I think Urbana's going to go for it here. I would go for it in this territory. You're, you're in good field position. See if you can make something happen. It's the deepest you've been all night. Tigers have driven it to the Champaign Central 24. Fourth down and five. Nine, ten left in the half. Tigers trailing by two scores. They need this. As Riggs comes out of the gun, two receivers right, two receivers left. Darrow is tailback to the left. Riggs carries it left. Looking for the 20. He's got it. Line to gain the 19. He's got that too. Down to the 18 between the left hash and numbers. A first down for the Tigers thanks to Jadon Riggs. That was a designed run all the way, and he did a nice job of following his blockers, then lowering his shoulder to get those last couple yards. Tough run. First down and 10, 18-yard line for the Tigers. Now into the red zone for the first time tonight. Champaign Central's defense has been very good tonight. We'll see if the Maroons have another stop in them as they lead 15-0, 8.40 to play for the half. Same look Tigers have shown tonight. Two receivers left, two receivers right. Darrow, Riggs is running back, lined up to his left. Riggs, three-step drop, stepping up in the pocket, collapses. Riggs going to carry it. Riggs looking for the left sideline, looking for the 10. Ball is loose as Riggs is brought down. I think the fumble rolled out of bounds. It did. Riggs nearly lost it. Second down They're coming up for the second Tigers. down. And again, that's that Champaign Central defense we talked about, Dave. So clutch so far tonight. Almost forced a big turnover there. Urbana's definitely trying to spread them out and make them cover the entire field. I believe Riggs recovered that day because the clock is running at 7.50. I believe it would stop, right, if the fumble had gone out of bounds. And uh, it will stop now anyways for a timeout. Urbana will take a timeout with 7.45 on the clock, so a moot point. Second and 11 when play resumes for Urbana. The Tigers have driven it inside the red zone. Strive has moved right to left, started at Urbana's 45 on a side kick that was recovered by the Tigers, and now things looking good for Urbana, but Central's defense perhaps has reclaimed some momentum, forcing a fumble from Riggs that the Tigers ultimately recovered. Well, it's second down, but they still have three downs to make make this yardage for Urbana. I think it's really important that they get something positive. I mean, it's been positive to drive the ball, but they want to get some points to finish this drive. 
We were at practice uh, for both teams yesterday. Both kickers, similar range. I think Clifton Williams has a little more of a leg than Lucas Pankow showed us, but Lucas Pankow was good from 35 yards out. Curtis Blandon telling us uh, his range depends a little, certainly, on uh, situation and the wind. But we'll see if uh, Pankow's services are needed or if Urbana can punch it in here. Not much wind tonight. Beautiful night for football in Urbana. 7.45 for the first half. Tigers trailing 15-0. Here's Riggs out of the gun. Riggs airing one out, looking for the end zone. Nobody's home. That was well into the end zone. Two receivers in the area, but it fell between both of them. Got a flag on the other side of the field. And we'll see what the call is here. 7.40 left on the clock. Officials are conferring. Get you our officials at halftime. 7.40 left. Flag is down. And I think things are getting a little heated between some players. Big time rivalry. I'm sure there's a little bit of John going down on the field. And they'll call that against the Tigers. They'll march it backwards. Didn't see anything on social media leading up to this one, but uh, Dave, I'm sure the players have access to social media spaces I'm not in. You know, you never, you always a little bit of uh, back and forth between players when you get a game like this. Well, when you put the pads on and start hitting each other, it gets a little intense. Absolutely even before the days of social media. That had to have been an unsportsmanlike conduct against the Tigers. They've marched it way back out of the red zone into the 35-yard line now for the Tigers. And a loss of down. It's third and 26. Tigers are going to have to cook something up here. Riggs is going to come out empty backfield, out of the gun. Now shifts Sorrell Darrow to his left. So two wide outs on each side. Darrow the running back. Riggs. Paul's in the snap with one hand, facing pressure, rolling left, slips out of a sack, slips past a defender, and gets to the 30-yard line for a gain of five. Central has certainly dialed up the pressure. They're sending more people at Riggs. They don't want to let him sit back and pick them apart. He's done a great job of buying time. Did a great job of uh, gaining five yards on a play where nothing was there. Only problem was he needed 26 yards instead of that five-yard gain. Fourth and 21. And the Tigers will go for it. Still in plus territory at the Central 30. They trail 15-0, seven minutes even as the clock ticks down in the first half. Three wide receivers right, one left for the Tigers. Darrow, Riggs' is, uh, tailback. Central's going to bring four. Riggs dropping back. Pocket breaks down. Riggs airs it out deep, looking for the five-yard line, and it is dropped. Would have been a first down to the five, maybe a touchdown for Joshua Wembe, but he couldn't bring it in, and it's a turnover on downs for the Tigers. Central's defense holds. They'll take over at their own 30 and march it left to right with 6.42 left in a first half that they lead by 15 points. That was a good drive for Urbana. Um, unfortunately, they self-destructed a little bit with the penalties that cost them a chance to score, but it gave the defense a, ch a chance to regroup. So let's see how the, if they can get a stop and maybe get the ball back before the end of the half. Important to note, it is Urbana's ball out of the halftime break. So if the Tigers can get a stop, get a score, they could stack some momentum together. Champaign Central aware of that. This drive would be big if it ends in a touchdown here as it's a keeper. 
for Deans. Deans left, Deans left sideline. Deans has some space down the left sideline and he's knocked out of bounds across midfield. Just shy of the 40 yard line at the 42. Not a keeper for Deans, Dave. I've got to get my uh, vocabulary straight. That was an option play. Deans got the carry and uh, looked good out of the backfield. Big gain. He broke one tackle in the open field and that led to the big, the big yardage. The option working for the Maroons tonight. One play takes them across midfield from the 30-yard line to the 42-yard line. Gain of 38 yards. Kalon Dean's looking good. 6.30 left in the first half. Maroons leading by 15. And looking to build on that here. Rouse under center. Carry for Ronald Baker. Up the gut. Left hash. Baker passed his convoy. Had nobody in the secondary to help him, but he's got enough for the first down by the time he's brought down at the 29-yard line. Nothing fancy. Central's just lining up and trying to dominate the line. Wing T working for the Maroons tonight. George Rouse has looked good. Junior quarterback for the Maroons. Suffered a leg, what appeared to be a leg injury earlier. Left the game for a little bit. He's back in. A slight limp, but... The limp, honestly, has gone away from what we saw earlier, and Rouse, a gritty effort, looking good tonight. Here's a first and ten, six minutes for the half, and Deans gets the carry in the backfield. Moves right, 20, 15, 10. Deans looking for the pylon. He is short at the one-yard line. And he is I think they're just calling short. a touchdown. Well, I got one, sig one official signaling touchdown. They're going to talk about it. Deans is celebrating. The official on the near side never raised his hands. Dean celebrated like he scored, and they put the points on the board, and it is a touchdown for Deans. So the official on the other end had a better look at it. It is a touchdown after all. A 42-yard carry for Deans goes for a touchdown. Maroon's lead is 21-0. Williams on for the extra point. Johnson will hold. Good snap and a good kick. 22-0, Champaign Central. 5.54 left for the first quarter. First half, I should say. And I would say of the drive so far, that was the most dominant. There was no doubt. Is Central was just getting yardage in big chunks. It's by far the quickest. Only took about a minute. And it's enough to give Central a three-score lead, 22 to nothing. Tigers offense needing to uh, find something here on this next drive. If they get the kickoff, Dave, we've seen Central happy to uh, kick it onside here so far tonight. I would expect the same thing. I don't foresee them trying to kick it deep. Why would you now if you haven't already, now that you've got a little more insurance to play with? Tig it looks like the Tigers still expect a kick, though. Uh, there are uh, a heavier concentration of Tigers uh, within 10 yards of the 50-yard line than normal, but still four Tigers back deep to return this thing. And as it stands, 5.54 left in the first half, 22-0 the score, Central leading. Dave, if Urbana can get this kick, they do get the second half kick, so if they can maybe sustain a drive and score here, tack on another score out of the halftime locker room. Well, they've had a couple of nice drives. The first drive got stopped by their own fumble as they were starting to move the ball. And the last drive, a couple of penalties. So they're a little self-inflicted stops on these drives. Clifton 
Williams ready to boot it deep or onside kick it from the 40-yard line. We'll see. His Maroons lead 22-0. Right Street Trophy on the line. Williams addresses the ball, pooches it to the 30-yard line, takes one bounce, a central bounce. Urbana falls on it, and a flag comes in well behind the play, but Urbana does recover at the 34-yard line. And that's the thing about a turf field. If you can get a little funky spin on it, you get some funky bounces and strange things happen. Urbana was one of the first schools in the area to install a turf field back in, I believe that was before the 2012 season. Somewhere in their day, pardon me, might have been a year prior, but uh, this turf field is over a decade old now. And I would say it was one of the best decisions they made because instead of having to worry about growing grass, the band could use it, PE could, everybody could use the field. And Urbana's soccer program, too, has its own turf field behind us, Blackman Field. Borders McKinley Field here in Urbana. If you've uh, been out to Danville but not Urbana, kind of a similar setup. Urbana and Danville, the only schools uh, in the area that I know of that back up right to the school. It's the opposite orientation of Danville's, which has the main bleachers right up against the school. But uh, the high school right across from us as we look out the press box, and there's a small set of visiting bleachers right across the way that are pretty well full with Central fans tonight. Go ahead, Dave. So you've got a couple of penalties against Champagne on that central on that kickoff. And that'll take an Urbana drive that would have started at the 34-yard line and marched the Tigers way ahead to the 36-yard, 37-yard line, pardon me. Uh, now in plus territory are the Tigers in the Maroons' uh, territory. Short field, so here's a good time to answer for the Tigers. Jadon Riggs well under center right now, strapping his helmet on. Riggs takes a knee here, and Riggs shaken up. And Jadon Riggs will need a minute here under center. They'll take a timeout. Head coach Curtis Bland will come out and talk to his quarterback. But he doesn't have any timeouts, so he's going to have to come out for a play. Yeah, Riggs looks like he's in a good deal of discomfort here. Riggs is going to stay in here and uh, gut this one out. Told he's been a little sick this week, a little under the weather. Hasn't shown that on the field tonight, but uh, perhaps needing a minute to catch his breath as he's back out onto the field. Remember, that last central drive didn't take very long. 5.53, and that's a botch snap, and Riggs picks it up and is brought down hard at the 43-yard line. Not the start of the drive Urbana was wanting after getting a break with some penalties. Second and long coming up. Clock runs down to 5.40. Tigers trailing by 22 points, needing a little momentum here as the end of the first half draws near. Second and 15, back on the central 42. Tigers moving off to our left, trips left. Riggs, three-step drop, steps up in the pocket and fires one over the middle incomplete on a dive, unable to get there in time. The receiver, Aiden Palmer, just like that, third down and 15. Well, I'm sure they will go for it on fourth down in this territory, but I think Riggs is kind of walking around like it's still bothering whatever is still bothering him a little bit. But he's still delivering a nice ball. That was a much better snap. They can keep within their timing of things. It's, it's much smoother. 
third down and 15 for Urbana. We'll see what they cook up here. Likely four down territory, as Dave mentioned. 5-14 for the half. 22-0 deficit for Urbana. And Riggs takes a high snap. Pocket collapses. He dropped the ball. Flag came in right on the snap. Riggs falls on it. And if that stands, it'll be fourth down and about 22. About 20. We'll see where they spot him. But we'll see what the flag is. You'd assume a hold against Urbana. false start against the Tigers. So the good news there, Dave, is that should wipe the playoff. They, de they decline, so it's going to be fourth down. And it'll be fourth down and 20 with five minutes left in the half. And Urbana will go for it here, needing a prayer. On uh, fourth down and roughly a country mile, here's Riggs. Darrow alongside him, sends Hillsman in motion left. Trips left for the Tigers, Riggs out of the gun. Central brings pressure from the edges. Riggs steps up, finds some space, lobs one up. It's a first Got down it. and then some. Hillsman to the 15. 10-5 touchdown, Tigers. Just what Urbana needed. A 48-yard touchdown pass. Riggs to Hillsman. Tigers strike back. Riggs evaded pressure, got his feet under him, and delivered a ball. 22-6, extra point pending, and Jadon Riggs troops it out and fires one home to Kyrie Hillsman. Down the far sideline, what a, what a pitch and catch. See what Urbana does, Central did get a two point conversion in as part of their scoring run and Urbana will try to do the same here to keep pace with the Maroons. No, pardon me, I'm well off on that as Lucas Pankow is gonna come on to kick the extra point. And Oh, they'll fake it after all. And a flag comes in. Thank goodness. I don't know if anyone knew what was going on. That flag bails me out. Offside. Central offside. Encroachment on Central. Riggs went under center as the snapper for the extra point and then backed into his position at quarterback when everyone shifted. Pankow came on as the kicker. He's athletic enough to play some defense and. Uh, Hey, that penalty might not kill Central. Half the distance to the goal hurts a lot. Let's see if Riggs gets up under center and they try to run that sneak again. He's got the frame to. Rouse has the ability to do the same for Central. I think that penalty was good for both teams. I, I, I wasn't quite sure what to expect on that two-point conversion attempt. This will be a conventional one. They'll send Riggs out under center to try and pick up two yards for the two-point conversion. Less than that after the offsides. And Riggs drops the snap, and he pitches it back, and this ball's loose and recovered by Central. And Dave, we've seen that play out plenty. Urbana not quite as comfortable under center as Central is, and Central's not quite, we haven't seen Central run out of the shotgun at all tonight. No, and Riggs is down. I think they got a hold of his, his ankle, and he might have a little bit of, a, of an injury there. Riggs down at the five. Rolling around, appears to be in a deal of discomfort. Trainer will come out and look at Riggs, and that is not what the uh, Tigers faithful want to see. Not what anyone wants to see as uh, well as Riggs has played tonight. Well, it was good to see Urbana hang in there and answer. That's something as a, as a coach. You like to see your team step up when things aren't going your way. 
I also think part of what we see with some of the, the penalties and such are, are just the mark of a young team that hasn't, hasn't had a lot of experience. But those are all correctable things. Won't speculate as to Riggs' injury. He's talking to the trainer. Uh, I don't know. Pardon me, Dave. Two Urbana coaches have left their perch on the roof of the uh, press box, or in the press box, I should say. One of them's gone down to talk to Riggs. Thankfully, that coach is okay. He hopped the fence down there to hop onto the track and uh, took a little bit of a spill himself, but he's all good, no worse for wear. Curtis Blandon approaching the sideline. Trainer and Urbana's offensive coordinator, we presume, chatting with Riggs down there at the five-yard line as he's on the field. Riggs led one heck drive. Uh, Urbana started in central territory at the 35, marched it backwards after a couple penalties. Riggs walks off the field with some help. He's having a hard time putting weight on that right ankle. Hopefully he can recover over halftime because Urbana needs him to play. He's been the spark plug for the Tigers all evening long. Goes down on a two-point conversion attempt that Central snuffs out. And now walking under his own power on the sideline, but with a limp. We saw Central's quarterback, George Rouse, go down earlier and return to the game with what also appeared to be a leg injury. And Riggs will have a seat on the sideline. We'll see if we see him again tonight. 4.40 left in the first half. Joey Wright, Dave Dutton in the booth with you. News Gazette Prep Sports Editor Zach Pyatt in with us too. Talk to him at halftime. He'll have words on this one with reaction from players and coaches after the contest. Also hoping to grab Urbana Athletic Director Steve Waller at halftime. Tigers will induct their Hall of Fame class at halftime as part of their homecoming festivities. And Steve Waller, uh, if he gets a moment after that, between then and the start of the third quarter, he'll join us. Urbana will kick off. 4.40 left here for the first half. Tigers trailing now 22-6 after a 48-yard touchdown from Jadon Riggs to Kyrie Hillsman. And here's a kick, bounces high. Central will field it at the 15-yard line. And looking for space right is Kalon Deans, and he's got space down the right sideline. He's gone. Flag is down. He's at the 10-5. Touchdown Central. We'll see if it stands. Flag is down at the 20-yard line. Kalon Deans, if it stands, is in for an 85-yard touchdown. Coach Blandon seems to think it's coming back. Dave, you never uh, won a flag, certainly, but is it a little bit uh, more deflating when uh, one brings a touchdown back? Absolutely. It's a hold on central. But the uh, the containment, you got to stay in your alleys on the kickoff return, on kickoff coverage, and uh, the left side of their coverage came in a little too far, which opened up that sideline. Jadon Riggs, Urbana's quarterback on the sideline, trying to get that ankle uh, or leg loose. He's walking with a purpose. You can tell he's determined to get back into this one. We'll see if uh, that indeed comes to fruition. He does play defense, too. Wouldn't expect to see him on this series. He's much more valuable at quarterback. And that holding call brings the Maroons right back where that return from Dean started at the 15-yard line. Maroon's lead is 22-6. They have the ball at their own 15, moving left to right. 4.22 left in the half. Two-score lead, trying to build on that before Urbana returns the second half kick. Carry left for Baker. Baker bounces it outside, left sideline. Two men to beat Baker. 
steps out of bounds, just shy of midfield at the 49-yard line, and a big gain and a big first down for the Maroons. Dave, on their last three plays, going back to that last drive, they've moved the ball very easily. Urbana's got to figure out how to slow this run attack down, or it could be a long second half. Ronald Baker going. They'll give him the 50, so that goes for a gain of 35 to the left sideline. Clock stops as he goes out of bounds. 4-12 for the first half. 22-6 is Champaign Central's lead. Now the ball right at midfield. They're driving toward us. We're on the north side of the 50. Rouse, a handoff to Baker. Baker looks for space right, cuts it back up the middle of the field, and is brought down near the right hash at the 46-yard line. So he gains four there on first and ten. Second and six coming up. Good job by the defensive end there to force him to turn back inside, not let him get to the outside. Ronald Baker looking good here in the middle stages of this one. 340 left in the half. Central the ball trying to build on a two-score lead. Tigers defense has held so far tonight uh, on some series, needing a stop here. And fumbled Trimmery, snap. Yeah, fumbled snap on uh, what appeared to be an option play. Rouse falls on it, and third down and six. A good opportunity for, the, for both teams, for Central to make a statement and for Urbana to uh, make a statement of their own. I've been impressed with the competitive level of both teams tonight. They both came, they have both come here to play. A lot at stake here. The Wright Street Trophy. Bragging rights. Central needing this one to keep its playoff hopes alive. Here's Ross turning and handing it to Ronald Baker up the middle on a dive. Baker brought down after he gains two yards. Fourth down and three coming up for Central. Offense appears it will stay on the field. So we'll see what happens on fourth and three as the clock ticks down to two minutes and 35 seconds, two-score game. Lucas Pankow made a nice tackle on that play. Pankow, Urbana's kicker and punter, would prefer Central punt it here, but Central will go for it. Fourth down and three, 43-yard line. Clock now down to 2.20 for the half. And a little bit of a two-minute drill here for Central if they can convert a fourth and three. From the 43-yard line, right below us, Rouse out of the gun. Good snap, drops back three steps, fires one, nearly intercepted, and Urbana holds a turnover on downs. Batting that down, Nazir Johnson. All right, so Urbana's got two minutes to see if they can make something happen. And as you say, they've got the kick to come back to start the second half, so, so that was big to have a score and then a stop because, as you would said, Central had been moving that ball in large chunks for probably the previous drive and first play of this drive. Tigers get the stop. Their quarterback, Jadon Riggs, on the field after going down on a two-point conversion moments ago with uh, what appeared to be a leg injury. A little bit of a limp, but he's on the field leading his offense. 22-6 the score. Two-minute drill for the Tigers. Starting at their own 43, moving right to left. Trips left. Sorrell Durow, the running back to the left of Riggs. Riggs drops back, steps up in the pocket, looks for some space, spinning over the middle, up across the 50, looking for the 45. Piles converge. They'll whistle him dead. Forward progress stopped after Riggs gains a first down. Well, I'd say that ankle's not bothering him too much on that run. 
Hops up, looks for the call. First down and 10, clock running at a minute 50. Tigers now up across midfield. Plenty of time to score. Tigers don't have any timeouts. See if they play the sidelines. Not a lot of urgency here though, Dave, you're right. They've got some time. Four wideouts, man in motion. Going right to left, uh, receiver this time is Darrow. Riggs under uh, center here, dropping back. Wrapped up from behind. And they'll whistle him dead before he's brought down. He goes down after all. I believe that's the first time Riggs has been sacked tonight. Central's defense did a great job breaking through there. Dawson Caldwell, who Tim Turner is very high on, senior leader for the Maroons, in on that sack. Now second and 11, 65 seconds left in the half. And I'd say unless they get a big play, they might be happy to get into halftime, regroup, and come back out to start the second half with the ball. 55 seconds left, first half. Darrow in motion right to left, trips left, and a running back for Riggs. Out of the shotgun, and he's going to be, no, he gets out of a sack at the 45-yard line, looking for the 50. Now the 45 and the 40. Convoy in front of Riggs. He's still in bounds up across the 35. 25, pardon me, down to the 22. Unbelievable play by that young man to keep it going when it looked like he was going to be sacked for about a five-yard loss. And now you're looking to score. You wish you had some of those timeouts left. But at least in high school, the clock stops on a first down until they get the ball set. Stop briefly at 34, now runs past 30. Down to 25, 22-6 ball game. Urbana down to the central, 23. Riggs trips left, timeout central. You got a new quarterback in. Timeout central. I'm not sure if not sure Sorrell or Kyrie Hillsman, one of those two, but those two are in the backfield. Twenty, 20 seconds left here in the first quarter. Pardon me, Dave, I'm looking for Riggs. 22 to six is the score. Central leading Urbana three yards shy of the red zone. No timeouts. Needing a score here, they'll get the ball back in the second half uh, to return that kickoff. Jadon Riggs. He's down on the sideline. They're working over that leg. He's helped to his feet. And he is limping pretty bad on the sideline here. Wouldn't expect to see him probably for the duration of a half at least. A gutsy effort from both quarterbacks who have both gone down with injuries at some point tonight. Both have returned. Riggs sideline for the time being. And it looks like Hillsman's going to come out as the quarterback for Urbana with two wide receivers left. Two backs in the backfield with him. In the slot, keep an eye on the receiver, Sorrell Darrow. Out of the gun is Hillsman, who caught a touchdown earlier. Rolls right, looking for some space. Rolling to the 20, brought down, spun down, flips it forward, it's incomplete. I don't know that he can do that. I think he was past the line of scrimmage. And a flag is in, or a flag is down, I should say, at the 17-yard uh, line there. Heads-up play from Hillsman, trying to avoid a sack, and he was just a, a yard beyond. The line of scrimmage. Riggs, by the way, is limping toward the locker room with help from a teammate. Not sure if the locker room's his destination, but he's limping that way. They'll stop at the 25. 
keep an eye on that. It is a forward pass against Hillsman and the Tigers. 10 seconds left in the half. Central's lead 22-6. Urbana without any timeouts. That's what I'd say. He's going to have Pankow try a field goal to finish this. Pankow was good from 35 yards in practice yesterday. This would wipe some of the herd out after that uh, two-point conversion missed earlier. Pankow attempting this one from the 28-yard line, so a 45-yard try for Lucas Pankow here. 22-6 is Central's lead. Ten seconds left for the half. Pankow on for 45 yards. High snap, good hold, and Pankow's line drive kick is short. Lands in the end zone. Eight seconds left, and Central will probably send this one to the locker room, I would think, Dave. I would probably put it in Ronald, Ronald Baker's hands and see if he could make something happen. I wouldn't expect him to dial up a pass. I would not. <laughs> I think that last pass was the first pass that George has thrown since he hurt his ankle. Threw a number of passes early in the contest, but you're right, Dave, not a lot since. Champion Central leading by two scores. We'll start this drive from its own 20. They're going to break off a touchdown here. It would go for 80 yards. Eight seconds left here in the half. George Ross coming out of the gun here. We'll see. Bakers is running back to the right, and Ross is going to throw it. Out of the gun, George Ross looking over the middle and has a man. It's Riley, 45-40. David Riley is to the 30, 20. Riley to the 10. David Riley, 80 yards. Touchdown Maroons. They did it. 80-yard touchdown pass from Rouse to Riley. That's a backbreaker. No flags. I guess we were wrong. Thought they wouldn't dial up a pass, but he threw a beautiful ball. The element of surprise favors the Maroons. 28-6, the new score. A three-score lead for the Maroons. That's huge after the Tigers seem to have some momentum going into the locker room. We'll see if they kick it or go for two. Clifton Williams will attempt the extra point. Mark Johnson, the hold, high snap, good kick. As time expires for the Maroons, they score. One play, 80 yards. George Rouse dials up a touchdown pass to David Riley, junior to junior. And that is huge for the Maroons as they go into the locker room with a 29-6 lead over the Urbana Tigers. Both teams came to play. Both Quarterbacks got hurt, but a little bit of tape and a lot of adrenaline on a Friday night can kind of get you through. I'm sure both of those men will feel it in the morning. Oh, absolutely. But I'm, I'm impressed with both. They're, they're both, it's not just their play. I think they're, they are the people that lead both teams. You can tell both offenses respond just a little differently when Rouse and Riggs are on the field. It's been fun to watch them go back and forth. Homecoming night at Urbana High School. Tigers will have some work to do in the second half. Champaign Central's lead is 29-6. to 20 minutes on the board as the Urbana High School Hall of Fame class of 2023 is inducted. We will sneak in our first break here at halftime. 
and come back to McKinley Field after this. You're listening to the Light Rock 97.5 and News Gazette High School Football Game of the Week. Stick around.